and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight, you already know it, I am joined by my very good friends. First of all, we got Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have Anthony Amato, who we like to call Shimato. And of course, we got my man, Apple Zach's Zach Markham with us as well. Gentlemen, so good to, to see y'all. Uh, it's his first yeah, time. You it's really, time. He's excited uh, just, to talk about yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings. I love it. Uh, excited to be here with you guys. How y'all feeling? Great, Doing man. Good. Doing good. Content oh. is so strong, man. Yes. What the heck? We're in, a, we're in an age where we have like too much, too yes. much going on right now. Yeah, dude. Legitimate discussions about how many pods we should do. Two, three, Shimada four. Is, yeah. Shimada just opened an energy energy drink and it's ten forty PM. Yeah. Yes. That's that's <laughs> saying something right there. We're not even Woo. halfway through our pods for the night. No, we're not. We got a long <laughs> night ahead of us. Um, that is wild. Hey, there you go. That's a reference to all of the content we are covering. So yep. uh check out our YouTube channel, check out our um our pages on, you know, pod or uh Apple Podcasts and Spotify, stuff like that. We covered She Hulk's newest episode. Right now we're about to cover Rings of Power. The latest episode from the Lord of the Rings series. And then uh, the big one for this week, we are covering the first three episodes of the new Star Wars show, Andor. That's another episode. You can find that podcast or video uh, wherever you're listening. So check that out. And yeah, big big thanks to everybody who's tuned in, who's um, following us on social media. You could do that on all sorts of places, at Royal Geek Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Check it out. We uh, you know, we're, we're really thankful for you guys. So. Yeah, and we are doing something fun on Instagram, so please go there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we're are doing a, a bracket. That's right. We're doing a yeah. bracket of best uh, top trilogies. Top trilogies. Uh, it's eight team bracket, and uh, you are able to vote and engage and get on on the action. Um, so Very yeah, cool. definitely. Yeah, it's been fun. We've I've appreciated everybody who has been engaged so far. Um, I'm really loving the. How far uh, has Rush Hour made it? <laughs> you know, Rush Hour is not in the bracket. Sorry, yeah. buddy. You know, you got you guys yeah, can sorry. vote as long as you Unreal. vote for Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> if if you Which agree, one? if Trust you agree me. with us, yeah. great. If you don't agree with us, let us know. Marco yeah. wants you to there vote you for episodes seven through nine. Those are his. Those are his yes. favorite ones. Yes. <laughs> but uh, there's yeah, there's eight teams on there. I'm t- I promise you, round two is gonna be so hard to vote for. I promise yep. you that it's mm. gonna be insane. All right, check it out on Instagram. For this episode, we want to get into our discussion on the newest episode of Rings of Power. Man, um, this has been fun. I'm actually really sad I wasn't here last week um, to talk about it. Sweat took my place. He did. You Great job, the throne. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he you did okay. You, uh, but no, man, it's uh, it was great. It's been awesome. So episode number five is called Parting. Yes. Um, here's your spoiler warning. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't know what exactly. else to say. Let's yeah, talk no, about yeah. it. Yeah. Let's you guys dive, enjoy dive it? In, hate it? What deep. do you think? Uh, I, I love the episode, man. Uh, yeah. I cannot get over how visually stunning this show is. This, sh- I mean, yeah. I feel like every episode we're just going to talk about how incredibly like stunning this this show is. Um, but uh, the storyline, I feel like, has gained a bunch of like meatiness. Like it's like a, yeah. the, the chunk of the yeah. story is picking up here, and I feel like every storyline that we've uh, dabbled with so far has picked up steam. Yeah, and, uh, there's, there's been momentum. Yes, there's been massive momentum in this episode, and I, I truly enjoyed um, the the story that they were um, laying out um, for how this is, rest of the season is going to go. Yeah, I feel like they did, they've done a really great job up to this point, and the name of the episode was so fitting, I felt. Because up to this point, they've been building relationships, they've been showing us all the relationships, and this is the episode where you start to see 
literally the partings. Like people are either whether it be you know physically leaving or the way their relationships are going to start you know differing and parting um so you're really just seeing all these like it, it, everything's coming to a head like there like this is like the break point for the for the season you know you're seeing all these moments where you know you can just see this is the tipping point this is the point where the show is going to really start to take off because up until this point you know although it's been really really good this has been all the like the setup like this is everything that's getting you to to, to where the stuff's going to take off and it's all really important stuff but from here on out it's going to be like you know i feel like a rocket ship and it's just going to be like yeah crazy yeah i think so too man uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've enjoyed like every all the storylines that they are portraying and everything in this episode. Um, I know, like in the uh, in the past couple of reviews that we did, um, there's we've been like uh, bracketing them by you know one, two, and three. But I've enjoyed every single one of them, to be honest with you. All of them, like like you said, like have that momentum. They're picking up steam and has that meatiness to it. Um, and just just telling the story, I, like each episode is getting better and better and better, like progressing with the storyline. Mm-hmm. Yes, well said, well said. Yep. Yeah, I thought it's been in, very uh, enjoyable. Um, I love I love Durin. Not gonna lie. Yeah, man. yes. How can you not, dude? He just yeah, like he what he said about the table. Yes, I <laughs> yeah, love dude. that. I love <laughs> yes. That. Oh man, scene yeah, his, stealer. He's a scene stealer. Yeah, their relationship's great. Um, man, and. Uh, it's cool to see our uh, beautiful, beautiful elf man back with the, the people. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. It was great. <laughs> all right, uh, we're done. No, that's right. it. That's all I got to <laughs> say. Um, I will say um, we did get the return of the the Harfoots this yeah. time, Turn and uh, which um, I'm not. Yeah, they too, had a whole episode they, off. That's right. They had a whole episode off. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I haven't been too high on the storyline. However, there have been a lot of things that happened with them that have. Yes. Uh, piqued my interest okay so one of them being like okay so we see the flashback of a stranger landing in the crater right yeah and then uh-huh. they move on right and then these i don't know what they are like like chad if you're listening to this tell me tell me who these people are but yeah some they're freaky looking freaky people. looking people randomly they're just staring out obviously they're looking for the stranger right yes they're looking for the meteor man who fell from the sky um are we all yeah exactly we're all trying to figure out who the heck this is um which I believe, like I'm, I I said Gandalf, but obviously, like that's wrong. I'm wrong. I'm an idiot. Okay, but is it wrong? I, I think it is. I, I think it is. I, I think I think whoever this is 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 a villain. I do think this is a villain. Nope. No, you don't think that I either. I don't think so. I, mean, okay. I, I think I think it's Gandalf. No. So so here, so here's some speculation. Okay. Yeah. All right. So he, the, the, he came too soon though. Like Gandalf shouldn't be here. That yeah. So so he came an age earlier than what. Uh, I forget the creator of the books. Sorry, guys. Tolkien. Um, Tolkien. Yeah, Tolkien. Tolkien. Yeah. Uh, than what he, you know, wrote him in as. But with everything that's going on, like with the story, like I strongly believe that it's Gandalf, and it makes sense if it is Gandalf. Um, one uh, that it, him being with the Harpers right now explain why Gandalf is he, he's never in one place in the in the movies. Like he's always going migrating like from place to place to place. Because he, he doesn't it, really have a home. Correct. Yeah, he picked this up early from the Harfoots. It also explains the connection that he has with the why he ho- believes hobbits are so yeah. correct. Um, these creepy people, whoever they are, dressed in white robes. I think either either one or two things. Either one, um, they're with uh, the one the youngest guys with uh, Saruman, or he is Saruman, mm-hmm. or um, what's the what's the villain's name? 
so, Sauron? Sauron, yeah. 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 Wow. Guys. This guy literally uh, just finished binging yeah. the entire I did. Tolkien I did. series. I'm terrible like, with names. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to do the author's um, name. Or, or they're with Sauron. So yes, either, okay. either one, of the, one of those two things. Mm-hmm. Either the young guy in there is Saruman or they're like some branch with uh, Sar- uh, I forget Sauron. Sauron. Yeah, Sauron. Yeah, those people, yeah. they looked bad, right? Like just the... It was the very shape vibe. of their faces. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, very uneasy. Was, yeah. 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 I mean, they looked like clean and like white and all that stuff, like what they were wearing. But it kind of just... reminded me of like the, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the original Da Vinci Code. Kind of reminded me of like the albino, like uh, priest from, mm. from, from, yeah. uh, from the first Da Vinci Code. Like they're very like creepy people. Uh, I could even see it being that they're like similar. Maybe they're not necessarily like villains. But they're like from a similar setup as Gandalf. You know, they may be wizards themselves in some form or fashion, yep. and then they're like tracking another. Like they're basically tracking him as another wizard, yeah. potentially. If he is, like, so maybe they're not. You know, and they may still be end up being towards the villain side, but they may not be necessarily like the. They may be the more conformist, like version of a wizard in this universe potentially mm-hmm. yeah. um but yeah i mean i think it's very the the it's it is a little interesting because i do find that the hairfoot storyline is the one that i'm the least interested in but it's definitely being shown as super important like they're like yeah. like they're definitely hinting at so much importance to it but it still is a little bit like the one that when i'm thinking about them i'm when the hairfoots are on screen, I'm the least interested. Not to say that I'm like because you don't like little people, man. I mean, maybe. Wow. I mean, <laughs> wow. Is this we're going to go here now? No, Damn, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, uh, just the way that it's, it's set up. That's. And I'm not saying that I don't like the storyline. It's just the one that I'm like least, the least interested yeah, yeah. in. It. Lower tier. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like yeah. the, it's like a you know. It's like the attractiveness of the Hemsworth brothers. It's like, you know, it's the least attractive Hemsworth brother, you know? <laughs> Still attractive, but just the least attractive I mean, of them. In fairness, guy. I always felt that way about the Hobbits in, like, the original trilogy. I really ah, did. Man. I so. love I love the Hobbits. The Hobbits is, like, it's my favorite story. Like, oh, right yeah? Now. Yeah, dude. I it's, mean, Sam, okay. Samwise, phenomenal. Yeah, dude. You if, know, if, like, I was, if I was in the Lord of the Rings trilogy... You'd yeah, be I'd be a Hobbit fan. You're just six, so. like six two, six three. Right? <laughs> hey, dude, yeah. I, I'll change. Don't judge on size. I have, man. I have big feet. Right. I have big feet. That, this that, is true. This is true. Hey, I mean, but would you really want like the middle shelf to be like out of reach? <laughs> it, well, no, nothing. Nothing will be out of reach because you know the house that I live in. That's oh, that's dope. Okay, but the thing is, when you actually get to event adventuring. Nothing is made for your size. I, I would never adventure. I would just stay in my. Uh, stay in my I mean, that Hobbit is content. that that yeah. may be the most Hobbit thing to say right there, though. Hey, dude, like, what it is. Like for what they're in that universe of the sh- right. the Shire, they're well, like the idea of adventuring is literally seen taboo. as like a moral like um, black spot on you for like wanting to. Yeah, dude, and it yeah. Make, it makes sense. I didn't even yeah. want to come here tonight. I don't want to leave my house. Yeah, but, wow. but I ventured okay. out here. We're proud I mean, of you. It, it really is that way because that's the way they're. It's literally the way they're seen in like when you read the books. Like I mean, it's not so much in the movies you don't see it all as much, but in the books, you, it's literally the way the other hobbits see. Like when the Baggins go out and stuff, it's literally seen as a black mark on their character. The mm. fact that they want to do that, and maybe the reason for that is the fact that. For so long, we've seen for the Harefoots that they've had to be migratory. So, like, the idea of... It's almost, like, in their mind, regressing. Like, you know, because of the fact that 
they'd be moving back to the idea of having to move from space to space is what they consider adventuring. Whereas now they've seen it as they've been able to settle and they can be safe in this one area. And the idea of having to go back in their history Mm -hmm. is seen as a like step back in evolution almost. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, And real quick before we move on, uh, I do have a very interesting speculation and this is just for me. Like, recently watching the Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Rings movies and all this too. So you know the doors that are on like the Hobbit houses and everything? Yeah. And that they're round. Yes. You think they're the, you think they're the wheels, The wheels, you? dude. I think they're the wheels. Like looking at the wheels and everything from where they're like migrating, they look a lot like the doors that are on the Hobbit houses. And it makes sense because, uh, you know, they're trying to, you know, board up from like dangers and stuff like that. Like how cool would it be if they used those wheels to like, keep their doors shut so yeah you keep them protected and all that kind of stuff or like they finally choose to settle down yeah. and they use the wheels as a symbolism of like we yeah, don't have a, to it, travel anymore yeah it's a literal like physical representation of right. that of that choice because yeah. you no longer mm. can use it as a as a wheel if it's connected to the door yeah correct that's, that's great that's great man um i i kind of want that to be true i really i'm gonna make that head cannon I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do yeah. that right now. Um, so let's, let's so vote we'll it see. Now. I, I will say uh, the scene where the wolves are chasing uh, the the Harfoots and the stranger just freaking picks them up and suplexes them and like throws yeah. them, yeah. throws them backwards, and then he just like does a Hulk smash on the floor. Uh, <laughs> like I, I, I thought those looked looked visually stunning. It was it was incredible. Yeah. I like that scene. And then uh, they they go to some weird like ice summoning where he's like he's got his hand in the water and he's chanting in another yeah, language spell yeah. and then she gets her hand frozen and then runs away gets scared yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Dur- during that scene like whatever he like you know smashed the ground and everything it almost seemed like he didn't want those wolves to pass <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's gained off now because they shall not pass well the way that i was kind of thinking about that was in, in his mind it was almost an internal struggle and that was almost his way it, in my mind that was his way of showing mercy to them because uh, he had had that conversation earlier with her about the idea of death and being good or bad. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like he kind of felt like he he was unsure on what side of the line he actually stood in his own mind. And I feel like him doing that motion was almost in a way uh, so he didn't have to actually physically incapacitate these th- these these wolves to the point of potentially killing them. And I think it was his way of like driving them off instead yeah, of having to. Them, right. Yeah, it was, it was like, like the fireflies. It, it was his decision of whether he was going to be good or bad in that moment yeah, in connection yeah, yeah. with that previous. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I could, t- I could, I could definitely see that. Yeah, I mean, the whole storyline with the stranger is is fascinating, and like just him even learning to speak. Oh yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. They got this, this. He's getting more involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you guys think? So Nori ran off there, obviously scared yeah. because she uh, about had her arm frozen off. Um, but I mean, is is did they part right there? Obviously, the show's called Parting. Do you guys mm-hmm. did you guys interpret that as like? They're, I think I think he's gonna go and apologize. Yeah, like, there's gotta I, be some yeah. more, right? There's, yeah, I think because because they had that um, the whole interaction of like, am I peril? Like he's like, am I the peril? Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's gonna realize like, okay, I may have come across a dangerous way, and he's gonna go because he's learning. Yeah, you can tell that he's like picking things up. He's learning that he's very strong. Yes, and yeah. so I feel like he would go and find a way to make amends to this because like this is his only like quote he says friend. Yeah. Um. So I think he's going to put him uh like squash that whole thing. I personally, yep. I think what's going to happen is he, what we're going to happen is you're going to see the train. He's not going to be there. 
and they're going to be happening. They're going to run into some sort of true peril, and he's going to once again save. intervene and save yeah. them and be the the positive good to reinstate himself as a positive force for the Harefoots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see or that. Or if thing. he's a villain... Destroys them. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. no Rents their world. <laughs> but he'll, he, the next time wolves attack, maybe he kills them, and he like likes the taste of killing. Ah. Or, or like, okay. you know, maybe yeah. he comes back with the good intentions, but this time he kills them. And maybe not necessarily he likes it, but he sees the way that they look at him after, and they don't see him the same way anymore. You know, yeah. so they only, yeah. he's almost forced out, to move and on. that to kind move of on. starts, yeah. mm-hmm. like, the souring of his soul in a way. Yeah. Interesting. It's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. Uh, I feel like we can't go too much longer without talking about Durin. So, like, the El- Elrond and Durin, man. Yes. Um, they Their relationship has, I, don't, I mean, I've enjoyed every every growth that yes. has gone through. Such um, an important episode for the two of them. Yes. yes I, I really, because um, he made an oath in the last episode to protect the secret of of the, the Mithril, right? Yes. And... Uh, this episode, the king is putting so much pressure on. Which, by the way, if you if your answer to his pressing is, I swore I would keep their secret. Aren't you in a f- giving it away? Giving yeah, it away? Yeah, yeah, you are. But I, I, I guess the elf. I guess the elf king can't act unless he has like facts, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if you're ruling a kingdom, you're not going to go based off a rumor, right? Like you're going to. Well, th- that's the really? hopes, right? That's the hopes. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, I think that's the best he could have done in that situation mm-hmm. because. The Elf King. They kind of had a pin I, in the I think corner. It's, yeah. it's more about Elrond physically giving up the information yeah. and betraying that relationship because the king already knows, and Elrond already knows that the king already knows. Yeah. Like, but it's about the the it's the literal idea of breaking the promise. That is what's important to him in this situation. Yeah. Correct. Because I think they they both know. That the mithri- mithril has been found and that it's there. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's just the rela- the actual fact of breaking the relationship that's important to Elrond in this moment. Yeah, I think it was the most like honorable thing he could have done too. Yeah, uh, I, th- I feel like it would be very out of his character as far as like the, um, the you know the qualities and everything he's portrayed so far in the series. Um, he's very honorable, very moral driven. Um, I feel like it was very like in his character to say. Yeah, I do. I do know about the Mithril, but I'm not going to tell you because of the um, promise that I made to my friend. Yeah, yeah, very good, man. And I feel like the the scene where they're they're at this dinner, right, and the the chess match, the mental chess match that uh, Prince Durin and uh, the king, yeah, they they have where they're like, oh, you you tell me what's going on. Oh no, no, you tell me. Like they're like trying to get information yes. back from each other, and then Durin just is like. Where where'd you get this table from? And yeah. then and then he goes on this yeah. like elaborate, uh, detailed. Uh, this is from the depths of the depths, where like we usually only yes. use it for tombs and monuments and that kind of stuff. Yes. And then he's like, "Well, we'll we'll send it back with you." And then later on, it's revealed. Like El- Elrond's like, you, you just made it up. Table. Yeah, you just made it up. My wife was gonna love this this table. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was it was fantastic. And yeah, was and great. then the conversation that that kind of precedes that as uh, or uh, it goes at they they talk about the. The bond that they have with each other, but then like, my race is like, peril is here. Yeah. Like, can can you do something about this? And he's like, well, we got to convince my dad. <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. where it ends with. But he's like, go pack your feathery wardrobe and let's go. Don't like, celebrate too yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, 
That's, yeah, that, which that's, I'm intrigued how that's going to Yeah, go. that's going to be interesting to see, but I'm going to love to see. It's just um, the, the classic, the age-old Lord of the Rings drama of mm-hmm. one race needing help from another race yes. where those races historically have not liked each other. Right. And now one of them has to be the bigger race and save the other race. Yeah. You know, it's just... Yes. There's so much discrimination in Tolkien's world. Man. Oh, yeah. It's insane. Like, yes. Yeah. What's well, such a weird, like, idea because in these moments of peace or moments of, you know, uh, or just a lack of, like, a huge force, that uh, a huge evil force, they're so, like, anti... Like, they're so closed off. They're so isolationist in everything. But yeah. it's yes. it's it. But I think that's one of the cool things that you get to see. It, it's it, it kind of in a way shows the best of what man or you know what whatever race it may be it, the best and the worst qualities. You know, you're seeing you know being closed off when you don't when you don't need somebody, but it always seems like somebody shows up just when you need them to as well. So showing the best qualities, you know, because yeah. you know the elves showed up, you know, at Helm's Deep. To to help me in, you know, Rohan rode even though they didn't have to to help Gondor, you know, like because you know Gondor is behind their, you know, you know behind their you know, their big walls, but Rohan rode out anyway and yeah. to to help defend. So it's always it's always just really cool, and that's the best. I mean, that's one of the best parts about the entire series and all the series is that people helping people when they don't need to, you know. Yeah. The the one thing that really got me with the storyline with Durin and everything is so like basically so if this is, you know, accurate and everything, the dwarves are responsible for saving the elven race. Yes. Right. So like once you get to the Hobbit and everything and like the elves like turn their backs on the dwarves and everything and like look the other way pretty mm-hmm. much. Seems very odd in yeah. my opinion. That's it's, true. Right? Yeah. Especially if like they're the ones who are responsible for like your being and your ability to stay yeah. Uh, in well, there's Earth. still more story to tell. There Correct. could be. Yeah. There I'm very, could, yeah. So I guess really what I'm saying is I'm very interested to see like how it gets, how, to, that how it gets yeah. to that point. Well, you also have to think about it is at least the way that the elves see it, the the mithril is theirs because they fought to like they had an elf literally fighting there to create this item there was no dwarf there to help create that item and even though dwarves are the ones that found it and the dwarves are the ones that are mining it i think elves don't necessarily see it as uh, as least as a race maybe elrond does because he's there and he understands the situation but i don't think elves see it as dwarves saving them they see it as the dwarves are giving something to them that they are that was already theirs yeah you know, and and how about the scene and the imagery of the elf on one side of the tree yes. fighting and putting his energy into the tree? The classic and then, good and yes, evil. Uh, yes, it just visually it, it looked great, and uh, and then the tree when it like it ignites, and then yes. like you see the the light travel into the depths of the mountain. Like, yeah, it, it, I I thoroughly enjoyed that man. It just, yeah, it was it just looked incredible. Yeah, it really sure did. did. Like there's so many. So many visuals. Li- visuals of this of the show, and and they hit on so many different levels. Whether yes. it's from like the scenery of the mountains to the the oceans of uh, around Numenor, like it's it's so much. Like yeah. it, it really is. And I mean, I feel like Numenor is a good good spot to go, go to ahead. now. Hit it, I mean, hit it. G- Galadriel. Um, God, 
Okay, just jump straight in right here. The fight scene where she's training these guys yes. was absolutely incredible. Um, and I love how it starts off with the cocky, arrogant, young uh, swordsman who's like, ah, oh, yeah, elf woman, yeah, 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 right? Like, and and then she just goes like and predicts every single move, and you can tell that it's centuries of graceful. training, graceful. Yeah. Yes, she does it in such a way that is just like elegance. It, like yes. it truly is. And uh, and she goes against uh, like four, four or five, six of these yes. guys. And she's dual wielding and it just scene by scene, it was just like, it was truly incredible. And I, 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 I was there for it, man. I was on board yeah. and it, it looked incredible. Yeah. The thing about that scene was, uh, that I enjoyed too, was she was training like at the same time, like she yeah. could have easily like killed these guys, like in the first, like she two minutes. She literally promoted then, a guy at the end of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like within the first minute or first two minutes, like they would have been gone if they were actually enemies. Like there were several times where she actually like oh, disarmed. she was playing with them. Correct. Yeah, she disarmed these guys, like let them get their swords back, you know, and then kept going. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a training session. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I think it just goes to show like how you know Ba Gladriel is. Yes. Um, yes. And I can't wait to see like once we get further into the series, like some actual fight scenes with her in it, right. and how brutal. We only got like a little taste of that. Yeah, Correct. we yeah. have. And you know what? This kind of shows me too. It shows me that um, how fueled by vengeance she truly has been, because yes. she is this good at fighting and. To think about, like, it all started and was fueled by, like, what happened to her brother. And here she is now. She's invested so much time and so much of her... Uh, herself. Yeah, herself in training to become the, this this yeah. person who is, like... She looks, like, unbeatable right now. But yeah. it was incredible to see. And I, 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 there was a moment where I thought when Halbrand came in and, like, flipped the sword up. Like, he was going to go against go. her. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I would have loved that. And if he had held his own, that would have been incredible to see. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think it was a really important scene just from the idea of for everyone there to understand that how good she actually is. Like, because I think up until this point, no one really ever seen her in combat. And they were just like, this elf is here. Yeah, she's just, but an, they elf. Don't have, just an elf. Yeah. yeah. And, and they don't really have a like a reference point of like her abilities. Like, cause I think in a lot of ways they think, you know, this elf is asking us to give up our lives for these people who yeah. we don't know. Whereas, you know, in a lot of ways she's asking, you know, she, she's also willing to risk her own life and be, mm -hmm. she has done it enough to where she is this good to be right. able to do it. And she kind of proved herself too in that because of that scene, because uh, at the end when she's like loading onto the ships, like they're like a tan hut, like, like they like literally like, they uh, they stand and they, yes. they they set while she enters the ship like that's that was a great yeah, scene. they recognize yeah. her and we they finally get her. that scene that's been like a part of like the promos like the whole way of her like in that in that armor because yeah. yeah. I was like the whole time I was like when are we actually gonna finally see her in that armor that yeah. she's in because that's kind of like the armor that you see her in throughout a lot of the promos and then I was like when are we gonna finally see that you got your wish yes. <laughs> Yeah, but the whole story with uh, Numenor? Numenor. 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 Man, I cannot Num pronounce Numenor. it. Numenor. Numenor. Um, yeah, the, the, the whole Queen story, it's just been, not that it's been bad, but it's been tough for me to figure out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they're only sending, what, three ships now? Because two of them blew up? Is that right? Three ships now. Um, yes. It's like but, they had a bunch of, like, but I didn't, small uh, ships, too. Yeah, yeah, those can't be getting far though. The, the th <laughs> okay, so they were originally sending uh, five ships, five hundred men, right? Yes. Like, are they still yeah. sending five hundred men on three ships, or are they like I, that's what I want to know? Like, they they it's promised be less. You would think that, but like I don't know. Maybe they did more. I don't know. 
I mean, I don't know why it would send less men unless yeah. there were it's also space. Yeah, but, yeah, but can you can you really keep that many people on the ship when it's? I mean, there's yeah, there, I don't know. there's a capacity. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's a like a like a Wendy's. Where, you know, there's <laughs> yeah, the fire marshal's gonna come yes. and say, ah, yeah. nope, nope, uh, you can't have that. Go I mean, there. maybe they needed a fire marshal. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> they definitely, definitely needed a fire marshal. Yeah. 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 Why, why weren't there fire extinguishers on those boats, man? What was on the coat? You got all that water right there. Just go. <laughs> yeah, dude. They could have. <laughs> we are so dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, but I can't wait to see some of these storylines um, start overlapping. You know, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. connection is what I'm I'm like yearning for right now. Yeah. Like, I really want to see the interaction of some of these characters. Like, um, I mean, I feel like Gladriel and uh, Aaron Deer would be um, very cool to see interact. Um, <laughs> especially because if you think about it, um, Gladriel is spending all this time trying to like like forcing the humans to get onto her cause. Whereas if you think about the mirror, is Aaron Deer is <laughs> he's trying to like get the humans to like listen to him like he's yeah. not forcing them he's like trying to convince them that like hey this this is happening and you need to like you need to be on listen yeah. to what i'm saying because i'm i'm here for you whereas galadriel's like you have to do like you have to send your ships yeah. you have to send your people um but you can kind of tell that they're all heading in the same direction um now yeah. and especially like uh the harfoots they as they were going to wherever they're going they're like Oh, it's never it's never been not been um, like the trees have not been blooming or whatever, right? So you can tell they're probably getting closer to the Southlands, and and something's about to happen because obviously Arendir's in the Southlands, and and yeah. they're Gladriel's all going to the Southlands, and so um, it, this is where the the paths are going to start to converge, and it's going to be in the Southlands and the creation of Mordor. Like that's that's the storyline here. I feel yeah. like, and uh, I mean, yeah, you saw like you know where Arendir was being held as a slave, like it was dead mm -hmm. around there. So it would make sense that wherever the Harefoots are getting is maybe on the periphery of there because yeah. they haven't yeah. got quite, because it's not dead dead yet, but it's on the way there. It's like grayed out. Yeah, <laughs> so it's working its way there. Um, and I could see it being very similar to um, kind of what happens, once again, in the original, in the Lord of the Rings universe where, you know, you know, originally Rohan is under kind of under siege from a an attack, and basically that's what may happen in the Southlands, where the the elves and Numenor show up and help the Southlands, and then they are able to, in in turn, help out where Arendir is at the um at the little the fort that they they were holding. So mm -hmm. they're able to show up and be able to help fend off maybe a, a large orc attack at some point. Which it does seem very large right now. Uh, yes. Like like especially like the torches and uh, the the line of torches that uh, yeah. and how vast it seemed. Uh, we're I feel like we're definitely going to get an epic battle, which Lord of the Rings is known for: epic, large scale battles, yes. long um, battles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, long battle. Like it's legit. Like we might get these last two episodes is literally a battle. Like Just one yeah. battle. It's 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 uh. it's possible. It really is. Yeah, it, I mean, I guess we we've said we've had some action, but there has not been a battle. There right. has not Correct. been yes. armies yeah. fighting. No, it's been all small, small group of actions at the most. Yeah. And, and, and how, how about, um, how about like Aaron Deer and what they're doing and how their, their people split and, and like, this is going to be a big, big part of the battle because now Aaron Deer's forces are smaller, much smaller. Correct. And, uh, the ones that tried to side with Adar, um, like, oh the, yeah. yeah, they, it definitely looks like they may have gotten in over their heads. Yeah. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. 
But uh, it's going to be weird uh, numbers game now because I feel like with the fact that Aaron Deer and Bronwyn are dealing with um, the abandonment of their people, but then yeah. like the ones that have stayed, like they know they don't stand a chance. No, they know man. they stand. How no many chance. soldiers are there really? Yeah, no, yeah, there wasn't that no. many people, townsfolk. Like, there's no way. No. Yeah. I don't know. See, what I, I feel like what's going to happen is there's going to be an initial attack by, like, the orcs, and they're going to fend it off bravely, and they're going to feel good about themselves. And yeah. I feel like Theo is going to put them in it. Like, he's not going to understand what's really happening on the other side, and then he's going to somehow backdoor them. Kind of like in how 300, where the humpback, you know, betrays the rest of the Spartans, um, you know, and shows them, like, the back way um, behind... Lines, and I feel like that's what's going to happen, and then they're going to be in peril, and then that's when you know Gladriel and them will show up to, you know, just the, in time, you know, show up on the hill, you know, basically, you know, and ride into battle and, you know, help them out. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that they have going for them right now is that the orcs can't travel during day. Mm. Currently, it looks like Adar's <laughs> like based off that conversation he had with, I guess, one of his like chieftains or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, that he has something like in the works where like they could pass through like during the daytime. I well, don't they know. said the tunnel was complete, so that's yeah, a they did say that that, that could become a very huge, yeah, very big thing if they can travel underground. You know, hmm. yeah, that's, but that's um, gonna be interesting to see. Yeah, uh, which I mean they've done before. They've traveled underground like um, in the Hobbit movies and everything. Um, but yeah, I don't know how it's gonna play out. I know it's gonna be. I think the first part of the battle once we get there um is going to be very interesting uh, mainly because like i'm really excited to see like a battle take place with like 2022 version of lord of the rings yeah um, because absolutely. like the first like the ones that were created like in the first like you know early 2000s and even with the hobbit were were really good uh, but with like the effects and then the budget they put in like i'm expecting like some high quality stuff yep. once we get into like these battles and yeah, everything. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And I hope they've learned their lesson from some of the Hobbit CGI. And like, I know CGI is awesome, but it's about mixing the two, you know, mm. having great uh, physical special effects and CGI. I think a lot of people think you, you have one or the other, but it's all about melding the two worlds together and using both to the limits of their abilities, you know? So where, you know, where a physical effect goes as far as it can, and then you take that CGI effect to put it over the top. Yeah. You know, you're not making the entire suit out of CGI. You are making as much as you can practical, but then, you know, maybe scaling up, you know, you might only be able to have... Uh, you know, 200 extras, but you make it look right. like 10,000 extras, you know? Perfect, perfect example of this is, is literally Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit because the final battle scene with Lord of the Rings is done with majority extras, right? Yes. And then in The Hobbit, they do, um, the orcs are mainly CGI. Yes. And, and you can tell the contrast between the, the Return of the King and the last Hobbit movie, yes. The Five Armies. Um it looked drastically different. It really yes. did, and it yeah. it kind of it kind of puts you out of of the, of the Hobbit a little bit because mm -hmm. it didn't seem like it was so like grand like it did with um, Lord of the Rings because that last battle it truly felt like it was in the trenches yes. it, trenches and it was fully involved with every character there rather than like right. oh right. they're just background filler and then they're, they're not yeah. going to actually uh, matter in the, in this, yeah. the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, novice question here, showing my ignorance. It's been a long, it's been a while since I watched the original Lord of the Rings trilogy. 
were the orcs never able to be in the sun in their in those movies too? So the orcs in the trilogy were created by Saruman, uh, the Urukai, I think. Um, there's orcs and there's Urukai. Yeah, so the Urukai was breeded um, to travel during like sunlight and everything. Oh gosh. Okay. Um, yeah, and then Saruman had a hand in that. Uh, as far as like the because they, they had other orcs with them, too. I'm not sure if they traveled with the Urukai or if it was, like, just the Urukai that traveled, like, during during sunlight and everything. Mm. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, can't, I, just, I just can't remember. You, huh. you did just watch. So I did just watch, yeah. Yeah. We trust yeah. you. Yeah. So. But if you're wrong, I, I am, I am a snare. novice yeah. Lord of the Rings yeah. Yeah. He was, like, half asleep during this rewatch, so. No lie, I did fall asleep, like, three or four <laughs> times. I had to go back and, like, <laughs> Okay, rewind. they're long movies, man. Yeah, yeah, they they are did long. you watch the extended? Extended? No, he didn't no dude, I'm not. I, I, that's my next. I mean, plan. I'm pretty Listen. sure the battle of uh, the battle of the gates of 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 uh, Gondor was a hundred percent. It was in daylight, you know. And there was yeah, yeah, it was. You know, there was or there was pretty much like basically the Orkai were almost like a special forces unit in a yeah. sense. They were like the two percent, but they were generally they were stronger, they were bigger, they were smarter. It was I, kind of like I you do, know how they were I set do, up. I do remember a specific scene where when Saruman like created the Urukai, yeah. he, he specifically said these orcs are gonna be different because they could travel during the day. Mm. Okay. Um so right. I don't know if by the time we got to that movie, if there's something I missed where like maybe Saruman and like Sarvan like created like some spell where the orcs were able to travel and they finally like achieved their plan. Maybe something that, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, Ander, Adar, Adar. Yeah. I uh, was trying to do, um, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I will say that, um, Theo is, is still somebody I dislike <laughs> greatly, yes. uh, especially the scene where, um, Aaron Deer is training him and I'm like, Theo, you don't deserve to be trained by this guy. No. Like, and and the the line that Aaron Deer drops of like it took me two hundred uh, years or two centuries to um, get to this bravery, this point of bravery, and and you have it now. And I'm like, dude, Theo's nothing, man. Why? No. Do you, what do you do? And then they reveal the hilt, and then he's like, I've seen that before. And he pulls back the vines, and he shows the the statue. It's a key, yeah. he says. It's, it says it's a key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just I feel like he's. Just, I just really feel like he's gonna do something. Just stupid. stupid. Yeah. Well, obviously. Like man, something that, like, basically, he's going to do something that a teenage boy would do. Pretty much yeah. is what it's going to come down to. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> like it's something Great. stupid. And, it, it, and whatever that stupidity is, it better not be something that, like, turns me off of this show, man. Because right now, like, I'm riding a high. Because you're in. I'm in. I'm in. The, the show's it, man. This is the, my most anticipated show. In a, in a season full of content, this right yeah. here is my most anticipated show. Like, we have several other shows that's going on right now and this this right here is is reeling me in every single week and yeah. I, I i i'm watching that thursday night football and then it just happens to end at the perfect time where lord of the rings drops 20 minutes later yeah, yeah. 20 yeah. minutes yeah 20 minutes later it brings a power episode drops and why not it's almost why like they not did just it on purpose stay up. yeah they, you're right they did yeah. um and why not just stay up that little extra hour yeah. like yeah. Just, just, amazon knows what they're yeah. doing I, I do exactly. Exactly. i do like too like all the like all the, with all the cons and everything drop you know dropping out and everything everything's staggered because like right now like rings of power like i agree with you like it's one of the most like hype shows like from each week is something i look forward to yeah uh that house of dragon i'm enjoying a lot i think that drops on sundays Then you got um, Andor on and, Wednesday, Andor and She Hulk on Wednesday. Yeah. Now you also have Rick yeah. and Morty on Sundays too. So oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Dude. Don't forget about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna have any time to game. 
Yeah. You, you might as well just thing. yeah devote your life to to content right now, not gaming. Yeah. Okay. Which <laughs> I, st- I actually uh, I found time to game still, so it's yeah. it's still happening. Yeah, so. Justin, you're an anomaly though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your ability uh, to take in content is like, crazy. Here's the funny thing, okay? Like, I I operate on like four to five hours of sleep, yeah. right? And, also dangerous. Uh, also dangerous. Yeah, my wife tr- attempted that one time this week because she had something going on, right? Bad and day. She it was she, it was it was miserable. Like she she <laughs> was she like she was just down and like yeah. how do, she literally said, "How do you do this all the time? I don't hey, understand you." Look, like the, the majority of your content comes from your lunch breaks. Just just from working with this guy, like every lunch break, <laughs> like he's in the break and watching something. Yeah, yeah. You got to watch break. there. Do yeah. not talk to you Justin on his late. lunch break. Yeah. yeah, dude, do not. Oh, yeah, if today, he's got those headphones in. Leave today. Alone. Somebody tried to talk to me on my lunch break today, and, and you I snapped. Just, uh, no, no, I didn't snap. I didn't snap. I was just like, uh huh, uh huh. And I was just watching the screen the whole time. I had, yeah. I did not acknowledge hey dude, you're on break, anything. Man. Yeah, leave me alone. I don't know you. I don't. I, yeah, I never met you before you in my do life. You not exist to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I literally say that when I'm when I'm checking out for break. I'm like, you know, I I don't know you. I've never seen you before. Don't come to me. Don't talk to me. Yeah, yeah. it is what it is. But mm. I do yeah. want to bring up one more thing. Okay. Okay. Go so going back to Galadriel, right? Yeah. Let's talk about Halbrand, okay? Because he is. Yes. Trying to stay here on Numenor, right? He wheels his way into the guild, which we find out because he ratted on Galadriel. He was able to get a guild crest and be able to be a smith, right? Yeah. And he's able, and I just saw the scene of him like creating his sword and like making it, and then like everybody examining it, and like, oh wow, that's that's top quality stuff right there, yeah. right? Like yeah. you can tell, like he he knows what he's doing, right? And mm. uh, Galadriel's like. You're you're the king. You're you're. I know this. Like this is this is this is what this is who you are. And he's like, don't. He's like, he's pretty much like, don't tell me who I am. Like, yeah. Um, I I want to be here. This is where I want to be. And then she's right. like, the queen's gonna call you, and I need your help. Like, yeah. They they kind of play back and forth with each other. Like, I really enjoyed the dynamic between them and yeah. just their interaction of. It, I don't know. It kind of leads me to believe, like, who will Halbrand end up being? Because he's obviously he already has this like conflict of like I don't want to be this person of power of like being the king of the Southlands. Um, I'm very content of just like being here, but like, I feel like him being there, uh, there's like a, some sort of ulterior motive. See, I think, uh, okay. So I'm wondering just how much of it is connected to the fact of, um, I, how much is connected to what he did to when he was leaving. Like, he's like, I almost feel like, uh, in a weird way, I almost get like uh, Simba vibes. In a way, like he feels, he feels like he, if if he is a hero, he feels like he did something so bad that he can't return to his home. And I feel like that's that's kind of how they're kind of portraying it. Is that you don't because he was basically like, he literally almost said, uh, "You don't know what I did," you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, so like. Oh yeah, he, he did. He, he yeah. done did something. D- yeah. He did something. Now, like, is it if is it the hero side where like maybe he did something and he feels really bad about it, and it's like maybe he didn't do something as bad as he thought he did, or maybe something happened and he felt like it was his fault, you know? Um, or was it literally that he did something bad? Because I mean, we have seen some moments of him being a little unhinged like when he fought the the, 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 yeah. the city guard yeah. like so you can see how it could be the other side too to where he really is you know maybe he's trying to hide who he really is in yeah. a way like and you know he is this violent person but he just does he wants doesn't want to have to give in to that side he's yeah. definitely hiding something I'm, but 
yeah. does become more of himself towards the end, I feel like. Yeah, I'm getting the vibe that he's running from something. So, yeah. So, I don't know if it's, oh, like... totally. Yeah, if it's if it's him, like, running from an evil that he knows that's within himself. Yeah. And, like, back when he was in the Southlands, maybe, like, that's what he wanted to do was be a smith. But, like, he, he was always on, like, survival instincts where, like, he had to do things he did not want to do that... Uh, scarred him and scarred his personality. So the moment he got out, he doesn't want to go back. He wants to live a normal lifestyle where he can practice what he loves doing. And I think he's hoping that he can just do that for like the rest of his life. But something is calling him to do something bigger yeah. than yeah. himself. He's, and that's withdraw- what, he's withdrawing. Yeah, I think that really the, the two big paths for him are either he's running from something in himself or he's running from something that he did. And I think that's kind of the two choices is, you know, like, is he running from something evil he feels in himself? And if, you know, we've been talking about the possibility of him eventually becoming potentially one of the Nazgul, yeah, potentially even the, yeah. the Witch King. The Witch King. I kind of feel like that's like, he's on the path now towards that. Yeah, I, I really yeah. do feel and, that way. And that could be yeah. part of part of what it is. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if he's yeah. running away from something that's from his past, it could be something, you know, very set up to where you know there was a misunderstanding like maybe he it could be something as you know something as simple as he didn't show up to something that he was supposed to show up to and someone died because of it you know Mm -hmm. like and he feels that um guilt that guilt Mm -hmm. maybe it isn't really necessarily it isn't really his fault but there are moments in our lives where something happens maybe you're you you're running late to something and something happens while you're gone and you feel guilty because of that, you know, right. something as simple as that. And, but something really negative happens, you know, it, it, because of that, and yeah. especially with you being the King, you know, or, you know, being the next heir. I mean, there's a lot of pressure in that sense of there is. And duty, you know, that is related to that. That could be, you know, the, the smallest thing could be a huge thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, He's got that 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 weight of like I'm I'm the king right like yeah. and then we also have uh, Isildur who is slowly every episode kind of gaining momentum to where like yep. he's going to become that status that yes. Halbrand potentially is running away from and because uh, Isildur we all we all know the story of of him and the the co- contribution he has to the Lord of the Rings world and uh, he's he's like slowly progressing to that level. Um, and that's potentially the level that Halbrand's trying to run away from, like where he's trying to kind of hold back from. I am enjoying the whole, like, they're making him have to try to earn some of this stuff back, Isildur. Yeah. Like, like his dad is not, like, his dad <laughs> is not having, yeah. basically he's at the point of, like, he's at the end of his rope yeah. with this He's making kid, him clean up horse know? crap. That's what he's, he's doing He's like, right you're now. making all these poor and childish decisions and now you want you want the glory but you do not want to you know have the work put in the work to get to those the big moments right yeah you know yeah Hmm. it's been great guys um absolutely i think we need to wrap it up absolutely we're getting close to 50 minutes here but uh Wonderful show, well-deserving of a long review. I do want to throw in, like, one last little part. It's very interesting seeing how the um, the cousin of the king is going to work out. Like, it, like how is that, mm. like, seeing the reason, because it makes more sense now why he chose mm. to side with the queen right. and, like, was willing to send out, you know, um, willing yeah. to be a part of that, you know? Well, with, without spoiling too much moving forward, like... <laughs> You'll you'll see you'll see why you'll see why he he sides with the queen like his storyline 
is kind of a big part of why Lord of the Rings kind of takes the direction that it does. Yep. Like you'll you'll see. I, I for the, um, there's listeners out there who know his story and what how his effect on the universe is. But uh, yeah, yeah. I just trust me. You'll you'll see. Trust Justin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Got it. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Easier said than, said than done. And uh, A train fifty fifty. You already know. Anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, inside jokes. Time to wrap it up. If we're get, if we're hitting inside jokes, it's yep. time to wrap this thing up. Yes. Um, come back next week for our review of the next episode. I believe that'll be episode number six. How many are there in this season? Is it eight. Eight. Wow. So we got three more. Oof. All right. So we're we're definitely getting something big in this next week. Yes. I think so. Uh, come on back for that and check out out check out all our other videos and podcasts. We got a lot of content we're covering right now. Um, so we're actually gonna. Uh, be recording the uh, review on Andor, the first three episodes here soon. So, yes, yes. a lot to view, a lot to watch, a lot to listen to. Yeah, hence all the Star Wars stuff <laughs> in front of us. Yeah, I didn't even think about having all the Star Wars stuff up in for, every episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah. it's worth well, it. It's worth it. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> w- with all that in mind, for my good friends, first of all, Sandy, also Shimato, and Apple Zacks, this is T Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time. You peasants.